Hello and welcome to Level Up with Shay. Thank you for being here. And now that you're here, please go over to Instagram and follow me over there. At Level Up with Shay is where you can find me. I post funny videos of myself and clips of your favorite artists and celebrities to help you level up or at least laugh. Hopefully with me, not at me, but... I'm excited about today's episode because Rory talks about two very important things, pivoting in our careers and trying something new. He shares how he did it, even though he was a little scared. It just shows that we may label ourselves different types of artists, musician, comedian, writer, actor, etc. But in life, we're just creators. We love to create. So sometimes in our life, that just changes how we bring creativity into the world. And the important part is that we keep doing it. I hope you enjoy. And I do want to ask you because, you know, you were a full-time musician and then moving into comedy, like maybe comedy wasn't your first choice, right? You wanted to be at first a rock star and things change and you know, we, we go, we're on a certain path. So was there ever a time where you were like, okay, this path that I thought that I wanted to be a rock star doesn't, isn't fitting me anymore. Doesn't seem like it's going to work or whatever. And so I'm going to kind of shift to comedy. Yeah. How did that go? How did you feel about that? Because I feel like sometimes people are like upset because they think they're, they didn't accomplish their dreams or, you know, they have to pivot and they didn't want to. So yeah. How did that go? Well, I entered my thirties and like the most success I had in music was through like commercials. So like, it's not really the rock star dream you'd envision. Like no one comes up to you after the show. They're like, Oh my God, your song about hamburgers really got me through some tough times. <laughs> right. So it's just like, it's not it, it, music kind of became a job and I'd be doing these shows and like uh, I'd, I'd be interacting with the audience in between songs and like telling jokes and just uh, stories. And I was like, this is like way more fun than the actual songs. I'd be rushing through the songs just so I could talk to the audience again. Like, <laughs> why don't I just get rid of the guitar altogether and just talk full time? And that's when I entered the comedy world. Mm, okay. So you kind of, you discovered it as you went along. I've always been like a fan of comedy and I'd go to the clubs. And again, I, I, I was like, I have this... Um, I don't know what you would call it, like unapologetic confidence where I feel I could do what they are doing, even though I didn't, you know, you watch a comic on stage, make a room full of people laugh. It's like, I could do that. It's not as easy as it looks. And you, you discover that your first 200 times on stage. Right. And so, um, uh, I always been a fan of comedy. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a try. And then I chicken out for year after year after year, I would check it out. And then I saw this, add the sign on the wall is like comedy contest uh sign up here i'm like cool why don't i do that so now i have accountability i have to show up because my name was on the list and they're gonna force me to be there and i did i went to the show i i did not win but i was hooked like once you do it the first time it's like going on a roller coaster once you don't die it's not scary anymore so you you're able to just continue along and that was like 10 years ago yeah, that's super interesting. I just interviewed a stand-up comedian a while ago, and he's like, it's the Matrix. Like, you take, it's the blue pill, where you take it, and you're like, you're hooked. That's how, I guess, yeah, stand-up comedians feel. So you didn't necessarily feel that with music. 
you felt that more with comedy. Uh, which? Of like being hooked, of just going up on stage, doing it, and you're like, okay, I'm actually, I'm not the best at this, but I want to keep practicing this. Yeah, no, I did. I mean, at, at that time, I had been doing music already for like 15 years. So it's not like I was giving up anytime, you know, it's not like I tried it and then just gave up. I, I, yeah. I run a, a long course with music. And although I had this unapologetic confidence, I still, it's not as if I like, I showcased this to the, the my world, let's say, put it that way. So anything I try, even today, it's like, I will practice in public, but I will also practice in public in private. So a good example would be when I first started comedy, I would go an hour and a half out of town to do these open mics because I didn't want anyone in my hometown to like see me uh, develop the skill set. So once I got confident enough to be like, all right, I'm, I'm getting laughs, this material is working, then I could start doing it in my hometown. And that's just me. That's just inside my own head. Like I just, it's, it's your it's your personal social network that is creating all this a trauma in your head right like strangers don't care like they're just they're just there to have a good time but like if you think your 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 network at home or whatever sees you fail or whatever then it's like they don't want to see you struggle or you think that anyways so i, so I finally got confident enough to 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 do it in, in front of my people and the same thing happened with tiktok when that thing came out I was doing it on the platform alone like no i didn't know anyone else on tiktok so i was just being an idiot on this new app and I could just be free to do anything I wanted because I didn't know anyone else on it. And then once it started to blow up, I'm like, Oh my God, people actually like what I'm doing. Then I started sharing it on my other social platforms that I knew people on. And so again, practicing in, in public, but also in private. <laughs> we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to get all the awards. We don't have to be the absolute best in everything we do. I mean, isn't that subjective anyway? We just have to keep doing us the best we can. And we have a leg up on that because no one else is us. As always, I'm going to leave you with an awesome quote. But first, if you enjoyed this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave a five-star rating and review. Thank you, you level uppers. The quote, as promised, by one of my favorite teachers, Deepak Chopra, relinquish your attachment to the known, step into the unknown, and you will step into the field of all possibilities. Yes. We don't know where this journey will take us. But let's step into that unknown. Thanks for being here. As always, it's time to level up.